What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another episode of Guy Fitted Japan, and I'm Johnny. Oh, yeah. No Maddie B. No Maddie B. This sucks. I miss Maddie B already. Um, There's no problem with Maddie B. Maddie B is actually doing really good. He's actually kicking ass. He's got his uh, CD release party happening on uh, Valentine's Day this Sunday. If you're in Tokyo, make sure you get your ass down to... Uh, what the Dickens and Ebisu and check out his show. It's going to be pretty fucking awesome from what I hear. Um, yeah, Mana Hardcore, her band's going to be opening up for him and stuff, and it should be pretty amazing. Um, unfortunately, I may not be able to go. Maybe I can. Um, I don't know, but uh, I've been diagnosed. I've been diagnosed with not the big, not the big ones, but one of the mild ones. I have influenza type A. Now, what is influenza type A? I have no idea. It's basically the flu, and it's like a, a fraction of the flu, but I'm stuck at home. I can't leave my my small little apartment for, I think, what? They said five days, but there's no way I can be here for five days. I'm going to have to get out in four days. I'm getting out in four days. I'm busting out, and I'm a free as a bird in four days. But, uh, yeah, I'm stuck here, and it kind of sucks. It, this is day two, and it already is driving me crazy. Actually, no, I, I guess it is five days because I was here yesterday and I went to the doctors today. So and then it's five days from now, so it would be six days. But it's it's fuzzy math. It's fuzzy math. It's like the the W used to say, fuzzy math. Now I understand what he was talking about. <laughs> mm. All right. So how did I get influenza? How did I get influenza? All right. Well, for my job, I do counseling, right? And um, and I got my I'm my own gig, whatever. So I go around and I, I go around Tokyo, all over Tokyo. I, I I take maybe five or six trains a day sometimes, and I meet clients and I counsel them regarding this or that, right? And so basically, I'm on the train all the time. And as you may know, on the train, there's a lot of disgusting people. Not everybody, of course, but sometimes you'll see some guy. That's like picking his nose and then he'll like like kind of wipe it on a seat or you'll see somebody and they'll like they'll like 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 eat something and they'll, they'll wipe their hands on like a seat or on like like part of the like the t- door or some shit or in most cases <coughs> excuse me somebody will just like that somebody will cough now I would say I would say it's 50 50 50 percent of the people will cover their mouth and cough like the way you should. But when they do that, they still hold on to like the handles of things, which sucks, you know, because you got these little handles that you hold on to on the train so you don't fall over. So no matter what, you know, if you touch one of those, that's kind of gross. Another thing is the other half of the people, when they cough, they don't give a shit, man. They're going to cough in any which direction that they can. And if a train is really crowded, there's nothing you can do. And that's what happened to me about, uh, was it two or three days ago? I'm on a train. I'm on the Hibia line. And I'm going from Nakameguro towards Akihabara for all you Tokyoites. And there I am, sitting on the train, and I'm sitting there, and it's really crowded. It's rush hour, and I'm going to a client's like office, and, and I'm, I'm uncomfortable because it's super crowded and shit. And all of a sudden, the person, not in front of me, but in front of me to the right, this business guy, this business asshole, is standing there, and he's coughing. And it's not like a normal cough, like, <laughs> it's a... Uh, <clears throat> It's a big, juicy, phlegmy kind of cough, you know. It, I mean, it sounds like 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 a toilet that's that's been filled up with diarrhea is kind of like gargling. It, it's nasty, and this guy's coughing this big, phlegmy cough. And the fucking thing is, he's coughing to the left, he's coughing to the right. He's not covering his hands. His hands are holding the bars and shit, right? 
and he's coughing basically all over everybody. And I'm sitting there, and, and this is the thing. Everybody in the trains in Japan are very polite. They're very polite and they're very courteous, except for this asshole. And so nobody says anything. Nobody does anything. They're just like, oh, God, this sucks. Because, I mean, pretty much everybody maintains order. It's one of the beautiful things about Japan. Everybody kind of maintains order. You know, when the earthquake happened, there's no rioting. There's no looting. People, they, they went home very quietly. Everybody got in a single file line and they all just walked home. It was crazy. And um, crazy in a good way, I guess. But, uh, yeah, this guy's coughing all over everybody. All over everybody. And it's like the nastiest, like, mucus-infested cough, right? And he's coughing on yours truly. And I'm like, oh, my God, this asshole. I, dude, all I want to do is fucking kill this guy. This guy sucks, right? <clears throat> so I'm holding my breath, and I'm trying to, like, avoid him coughing on me by covering my face, right, with my hand, you know? And I'm like, <coughs> excuse me. And I'm like, I'm like, this is absolutely horrible. If this guy gets me sick, if I ever see him again, we're going to have words, right? So anyway, about a day later, uh, wait, wait, it's like about 24 hours later and stuff or so, I remember at night, I couldn't sleep, right? Because I was so freaking cold. I was freezing cold. I had like like two like layers of blankets on me and I'm ice cold. My hands are ice cold. My feet are ice cold. I couldn't sleep because I was so cold, right? And then, and then later, I'd be sweating. I'd be so hot, I'd be sweating. And I was just sweating and sweating and sweating and then I'm ice cold. And then I realized, I'm like, shit, dude, I think I'm coming down with something. And then I started to develop a cough, right? <laughs> like that, right there. And a runny nose. And I'm like, God, I think I'm sick, but I don't think I'm sick. I'm kind of like in the middle of sick and not being sick. I don't know. It's this weird thing. It kind of comes in waves. It's weird. Where I feel really tired and lethargic and just shitty. And then I feel kind of normal. And it got worse and worse and worse until like I started getting really hot. And yesterday, yesterday, which was Thursday... Fucking, I, I just felt out of it. Like, I, dude, I felt like I had a hangover minus the, the headache, man. It was like completely like a hangover, right? And I decided to like uh, take a thermometer, right? To use a thermometer and shit. So I tried it, right? So and I haven't used a thermometer in fucking years, man. I haven't, I've, dude, I didn't even know how to use it. I had to pull it out. I got it right here. I pull it out and there's all these buttons. I'm like, <laughs> which button is it? <laughs> it should be easy, right? You put it in, you push a button, and then like, you know, the number comes up, right? And so anyway, I did that. It was like a 30, at first it was 38 point something degrees, which is like a couple close to 100. And then a couple of hours later, I did it again, and it was 39 degrees, close to 40 degrees, right? It's not Fahrenheit, it's uh, centigrade, right? Which I guess is like 100 degrees or some shit, or 100 and some degrees, I don't know. It's like fuzzy math. <laughs> so anyway, it's high, right? So the missus, the missus is like, you've got influenza. And I was like, fuck no. Only pussies get influenza. There's no way I've got influenza. Everybody that I know that gets influenza, bitches about influenza, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes this whole stink. There's no way I have influenza. And she's like, all right, I'll tell you what. Go to the doctor tomorrow. And if you go to the doctor tomorrow and stuff, see if you got influenza. If you got influenza, cancel all your clients. But if you don't have influenza, you're cool. And I was like, shit, all right, cool. All right. So I went to the doctor this morning and shit, and he's like, dude, you've got influenza. And I was like, oh, I'm a pussy. I'm a pussy. I'm a big baby. I'm a pussy. This is terrible. So anyway, the doctor gave me some rules. He said, I got to stay home. I can't work. And uh, he said, I got to stay home for five days. I can't work. 
and uh, yeah, no alcohol, and uh, yeah, all I got, I'm supposed to just get rest. And I was like, doctor, doctor, do you know who you're talking to? I'm Johnny. <laughs> I'm Johnny. All I do is work. All I do is drink. <laughs> and I never stay home. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, no, <laughs> you're staying home. You're not drinking. And uh, yeah, you've got influenza type A. Good luck, asshole. And I was like, oh, shit. But kind of a cool thing was, and this is kind of like the first time this has ever happened to me. Maybe because I'm an adult, right? The doctor gave me some choices regarding medication. So he goes, listen, we've got four choices of medication. We've got these pills. We've got an inhaler. We've got an injection. And we've got these other pills. Now, the injection, the injection, you only get one injection, which is basically like a shot, right? It's like one of those drip shots, you know? They stick a needle in your arm and it goes into like this little bag, whatever, and the bags, the, the contents of the bag drips into like your system, right? He says, this is really, really, really powerful stuff. You only do it once. You'll do it right here. And then after that, you don't have to take any medicine. The inhaler, you got to take twice a day. The pills, you got to take three times a day. And it all costs the same. So I said, doctor, so if I take one injection, like one shot, and I don't have to take any other medicine, and it only costs me like 40 bucks... <clears throat> he's like, yeah. I'm like, I'll take it. <coughs> so basically, that's what I did. So pretty much after I was diagnosed, he put me into a room, but there's another guy sitting there. I sat down. I rolled up my sleeve. They gave me the little doper wire thing you see in the movies, the rubber thing. It was just like that. <laughs> I think they have to order these from Skid Row in Los Angeles because it looked just like the ones in the movies. It was like this this beige little like plastic hollow tube and the lady, the nurse, she wrapped it around my arm and she twisted it. And just like the movie, she starts slapping my arm like this. She goes, make a fist. I'm making a fist and stuff. And I'm like, damn, dude. I feel like I'm in the movie Rush, 1990. And so anyway, they put me full of like this, this stuff. And um, yeah, then they let me go and stuff. And uh, since then, I've been uh, at home. So I have I was at home all day yesterday and all day today. And um to be honest, I'm so freaking bored, dude. I've done all the I've like I've, I've caught up on all my files, all my documents, um, a lot of my art stuff. I caught up on. I can always push that. There's a lot to do there, actually. But goddamn, dude! Like, all right, if I want to stay home, I could stay home and watch TV for two months, no problem. But if I'm told that I have to stay home, I'm like, fuck that. Let me out of here. Get me out of here. I want to go to the park. I want to go to the beach. I want to go anywhere. You know? Let me go downtown. Because, I mean, I don't know, like, like for some reason, I've always hated authority. It's just, it's just part of who I am, I guess, you know? So if somebody says, you can't do that, the first thing that happens is I start thinking of all the different ways of how I can get away with doing that, you know? Oh, man. So basically, I'm stuck here. And um, yeah, so because I'm stuck here and I can't drink booze, these are going to be the coffee episodes because I can't... Actually, I don't even think I'm supposed to drink coffee with this medication... <laughs> But uh, you got to break some of the rules, right? So I'm stuck here for five days. I can't go anywhere. I can't see Maddie B. So this is my plan. Every day I'm going to do a Got Fitted Japan episode, right? And these are going to be called the quarantine episodes. So every day I'm going to tell you guys what's going on, how, how crazy I'm going, uh, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> maybe I'm getting sicker, maybe I'm getting better. I don't know. But I'm going to stick around here and I'm going to let you guys know what's going on 
And every day I'm going to read you two news articles. Two news articles. Now, because I'm doing news articles every single day, I'm going to say not all of them are going to be winners. You know, maybe some of these articles are going to suck. You know, I was like, uh, yeah, uh, Prime Minister Abe said that it may snow right before this spring season, so make sure you bring out your shovels and blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe, maybe it will suck. I don't know. Hopefully it won't, but every day I'm going to read two, maybe three news articles and let you guys know what the fuck is happening in Tokyo or in Japan. <coughs> And unfortunately, I can't do this with Maddie B because I'm in quarantine. And I got this idea actually from um, Doug Stanhope. Doug Stanhope was one of like I don't know. I've got like like eight comedians, stand-up comedians who I completely adore, who I respect, who I cherish, who I think are just geniuses, right? And Doug Stanhope is definitely one of them. And Doug Stanhope. For 30 days, he did, I think he did 30 podcasts in 30 days. When he went through, uh, I think, what was it? Was it nicotine withdrawal? He decided to quit smoking. So he locked himself in like a Winnebagel or something. Anyway, I wasn't paying attention. But, so he did that. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So I'm doing the same thing. I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the studio. I can't do shit. Except for listen to music and create art. Actually, this is actually sounding pretty good. Maybe this is the vacation I needed. (laughs) Staying at home. I'm listening to music. <coughs> I feel like shit. Can't drink, but I can listen to music. I can listen to tunes. I can create art. Uh, I can't drink. God, man, I can't drink. That sucks. Fuck, man. I haven't gone a day without drinking in a long time. This is going to be really weird. How do I sleep at night? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe we should stop drinking coffee. If I keep on drinking coffee, I won't be able to sleep. Maybe we should just see how, like, how long I can stay. Oh, then again, if I stay up as long as I can... Then I'm not going to get better. Oh, God. Dude, this is a catch-22. No, this is even worse than a catch-22. This is a catch-44. Mmm. No, anyway, at least I got some good Italian roast coffee from Keldi. All right, so that's what I'm up to. And uh, maybe Maddie B can do an episode on Sunday. That would be pretty cool if you do an episode from um, his show. That would be pretty awesome. Oh, man. Maybe I should sneak out. If I can get, like, a gas mask or something... <laughs> A gas mask and maybe some winter clothes or some shit. I can like leave for a couple of hours and see Maddie B's concert. And I think like the reason why they really want you to stay at home is not that like you're you're fucking like uh what's call it? You're going to get worse. Like you're you're not gonna get sicker, but I think they want you to stay home so you don't infect more people. Because Tokyo is kind of like I mean, it's such a small I mean it's a big city, but I mean People are just so packed together everywhere you go. So, I mean, if you got one person with influenza, like that motherfucker, like, all right, like the guy in the train, right? <coughs> oh, that one hurt. That one hurt. Oh, God. That was a kidney. I think I coughed up a kidney. That's okay. It tastes sweet. Or maybe that's a gummy bear. I was eating gummy bears earlier. Could be a gummy bear. Could be my kidney. Hopefully, it's a gummy bear. Okay. Uh, yeah, like that that motherfucker on the train, right? That guy obviously had fucking influenza type A, right? So he's there and he's fucking crowd crowd dusting, right? He's coughing. Pa, 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 pa. So every train he took, everywhere he went, he got all more and more and more people sick, right? So I guess they're told to stay home. So it's like to prevent an epidemic, I guess. Which is a good thing and shit. I mean it's kind of embarrassing you gotta call people and be like, I've got influenza. I'm not gonna make our meeting today. Bye. <laughs> oh, okay. Could be worse though. <laughs> I've got herpes, and so do you. Bye. 
Oh, God, I'm so glad I never had to make that phone call. <laughs> but some of you did. <laughs> oh, God, being sick sucks. I never get sick. This is horrible. Oh. So, and one thing that I learned, actually, this is pretty interesting about Japanese culture, or current Japanese culture, or modern Japanese culture. All right. For all you faders out there that don't uh, live in Tokyo or in Japan, you might notice that if you like uh, Google Japan or Japanese trains or you know uh, Japanese downtown area or something, you'll see like Japanese people wearing these white surgical masks, right? It's kind of they kind of look like the doctor's mask from like the 1940s or something. <clears throat> it's just kind of like a, a white tissue kind of thing with straps that they wrap around your ears and shit. <clears throat> Now, I always thought that people wore those when they're sick so they never had to cover their mouth when they coughed. So they could cough, 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 cough all they wanted and, and they didn't have to use their hands. And I always thought that was kind of cool. I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's a way where you can cough and you don't have to like, you know, cover your hands. So you don't have to wash your hands later or something. I don't know. I just, I just figured that's what it was. <clears throat> but then I was talking to the missus and the missus told me, she goes, oh, yeah, you're going to have to wear a mask if you do go outside after you like feel better. And I was like, why? And she goes, well, so you don't get sick again. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, after you have influenza, you can get influenza again really easily and stuff. So you should wear a mask. And the mask is for prevention. And I was like, what the fuck? You got to be kidding me. So a lot of people wear a mask not to get people sick, but as protection so they don't get sick. So let's say it's like right now it's like flu influenza season or flu season, <coughs> right? So there's a lot of people who are wearing masks on the train. These people who are wearing masks on the train aren't necessarily sick. They're just people who don't want to get sick because they know there's a lot of rude-ass motherfuckers out there who are coughing on everybody's face and shit, right? So they're like, okay, I don't want to get sick. So if I put on this mask and if somebody coughs in my face, I'm not going to get sick, hopefully. Or at least their chances decrease or something. So anyway, I'm going to start being one of those people that walks around wearing a mask. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking ninja it, dude. I'm going to wear my hoodie. <clears throat> I'm going to wear a mask. And I'm going to wear my, my fucking Easy e black sunglasses, right? <clears throat> I'm going to wear those and shit. And I'm going to walk around town like a motherfucking ninja, dude. That's what I'm going to do, man. People are going to be like, who is that? Oh, it's the ninja. They're not going to know it's me, dude. I'm going to be walking around like in a costume and shit. I'm going to be so protected from any kind of disease and shit, dude. Even if fucking dinosaur AIDS comes and shit, it won't affect me, dude. I'll be fucking safe. <laughs> mm. All right. As promised, I've got two stories here for the news. Okay. So these two stories, um, let's see. One is from February 8th and one is from February 9th. And actually today, in the year of our Lord, it is the 12th. So these stories are extremely relatively new. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Our first story takes place in Gifu on February 9th, 2016. Cross-dressing man robs woman in Gifu, but gives back 4,000 yen, a.k.a. 40 bucks. <coughs> An unarmed man dressed as a woman robbed a pedestrian on a street in the city of Ogaki, Gifu Prefecture but returned some of her cash before fleeing the scene, police said. According to police, the incident occurred uh, shortly after 12 a.m. on Sunday. A man dressed as a woman approached a 31-year-old woman walking along a street and threatened her with a scissors-like sharp object. What the fuck? 
What is that? A scissors-like sharp object? Okay, so this is a tranny and or transvestite or crossdresser. Oh, we need Tidiana in here again. What kind of what? What does a transvestite carry as a weapon? I, I always thought switchblades. I always thought like like those bitches knew how to pack, right? But uh, maybe no. Maybe I'm assuming tweezers. Tweezers or maybe an army Swiss knife. Maybe they had tweezers. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was an army Swiss knife. And like the the transvestite shut up and she goes, Hoo-ah! I am going to rob you. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to rob you. I don't know. I don't have a good tranny voice. I should work on that. <laughs> but uh, and then the tranny pulls out like an army Swiss knife and then she goes to open up the knife, but she fucks up and she pulls on those little tweezers, you know, those little ones that cut like like maybe fabric or something. She pulls it out and she doesn't realize and she goes, give me all your money, bitch. And so this 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 office worker is like, oh shit, she's got tweezers and they're sharp. And so she gives over her wallet. <coughs> okay. Uh, Sankishibun reported, he demanded she give him all her cash. Wait, he demanded she gave him all her cash. Wait, is that PC now? Is that PC? Is it he or, or more PC? Should it be she demanded she gave him all her cash? Or is it he? It's written he right here. I don't know. It could be both ways, I guess. <coughs> oh god oh oh what i do for this show uh the woman obliged and handed over her wallet but as the man began removing the bills from it she requested that her cash be returned the man gave back four thousand yen aka forty dollars and fled the scene quickly police said the woman said that she that the uh perpetrator had long brown hair and was wearing a black skirt, black tights, and appeared to be in his 30s. Okay, all right. Well, pretty much like this is like a Kaiser Soze of the tranny world. You know, Kaiser Soze shows up, does a lot of shit, steals a lot of shit, and pow, he's gone. <laughs> maybe maybe it's like that. I, I, I think it's pretty funny and shit. Like fucking the chick gets robbed and shit for like maybe, I don't know, it's, it's like, what, is it Sunday? It's Sunday. She's probably leaving like an izakaya or work or something. Most par- people here carry about maybe three to $500 on them, right? So she got robbed for that much. But then for like, I mean, the tranny to give like 40 bucks, that's pretty impressive. I mean, that's actually kind of classy. This is this is the tranny thief who's got class because the tranny thief is like, don't worry about me. Psh, here's 40 bucks. Buy yourself a drink. And then just takes off, disappears. I wonder if she had like a smoke bomb and disappeared like a ninja. Ugh, I'm dying up here. Oh man, but I think this is pretty interesting. I mean, seriously though, talk about like the best disguise ever. I mean, if this isn't a tranny and it's just like like a guy that really needs money and shit, <clears throat> dressing up as a woman is probably the way to go. I mean, especially if he's married and he's got kids and shit. Dude, think about this. If he's married and he's got kids, all he's got to do, he's got he's to take his son's Swiss army knife and then he's got to take his wife's like clothes, like her dress, her, her, uh, her long, maybe she's got a wig. Some w- wives have wigs and shit for like cosplay or sex play or some shit. He takes that, puts on a little makeup here and there and shit and fucking hits the streets and stuff, man. I mean, seriously. I wonder if he's wearing pumps, pumps or high heels. You could hear him like run away. That'd be fucking funny. That'd be hilarious. Maybe that's what happened to Saito-san. Oh, 
Anyway, moving to our next story. Okay, our next story takes place in Saitama. De Saitama. 71-year-old woman torches her son's room for not cleaning up his mess. <coughs> okay, a 71-year-old woman torches her son's room for not cleaning up his mess. Okay, there's a couple of things that are completely wrong about this article's headline here. A, the woman is 71 years old. Okay, so if she's 71 years old, her son's got to be at least, what, 14, 15, 16, 18? Wrong, wrong, wrong. No, no, absolutely not. 50. Well, I think 50. Yeah, 50. (laughs) 50. Could you imagine being 50 years old and still living with your mom? (laughs) That would suck. 50 years of living with your mom. Oh, now, my mom's pretty cool, but I, I couldn't live with her again. It's just not going to happen. And for not cleaning up his room, could you imagine the arguments they've had for 50 years? Clean up your room. No, Mom. Come on, you're 30 years old. Clean up your room. No, Mom. Ma, clean up your room. No, Mom. You're, you're 40 years old. Clean up your Like every five years, she tells him to clean up his room and stuff. You're 35. You're 40. You're 45. You're 50. And maybe now, she just she got fed up. She's like, fuck it. <laughs> Obviously. Here we go. Saitama. Police in Toda, Saitama Prefecture have arrested a 71-year-old woman on suspicion of setting her son's room on fire. Holy shit. Aiko Sasaki a suspect, is suspected of setting fire to her son's room at around 9 a.m. Sunday. Uh, Sankai Shimbun reported, The fire spread and destroyed the 50-square-meter apartment. Uh, according to police, Sasaki had admitted to the charges and was quoted as saying that her she was upset with her 50-year-old son for letting magazines pile up in his room. Fucking a teenager fucking mistake. That's also what kids do. So she decided to burn them down. <coughs> I like that. A woman that takes charge. Come on, baby, light my fire. Dun, 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 dun. Try to set your son's room on fire. Thank you, Jim Morrison. Sasaki said she lit the newspapers and threw it. No, Sasaki said she lit a newspaper and threw it into the room while her son was out. Holy shit, that's badass! She gets a newspaper, sets it on fire, opens her son's door, throws it in, shuts the door, lights a cigarette, and says, "Kids suck." Just like the mom and the Goonies. God rest her soul. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know, if the son was in the room, it would have been attempt to murder. Or it could have been murder. Oh, man. That's pretty interesting. <clears throat> but actually, you know what? It might be like fucking a way to ultimately teach her kid like a fucking lesson. Like her kid's probably been living with her for fucking like... <coughs> Her son has been living with her his whole life. He's 50 years old. He's been in the same room for 50 years. He probably still has the same, like, new kids on the block and smap posters plastered all over his walls like a fucking loser because he is a loser. And and fucking, she's been trying to get him out of the house for the longest time. But he had a plan, right? He had a plan thinking that, like, maybe once she got old enough, he was going to kick her out and put her into, like, an old folks home, Right. And then she's going to have to rot in an old people's home. And then he's going to have the house to himself, like in the movie House Party, right? Wrong, dude. 
because that's what he wanted to do, but she caught wind of it. So because she caught wind of it, she's like, no, fuck that, dude. I will go to the home. No problem. Going to the home is what I want to do, but you're not getting this home. No fucking way. So she burnt her own house down, making her son homeless, right? And that is ultimately going to teach him a lesson. He's going to have to grow up. At 50 years old, he's going to have to get a job. He's going to have to pay taxes. He's going to have to get his own like posters to put on his own walls and shit. He's going to have to do everything himself while she's going to be kicking back and taking it easy, living off the insurance if she gets any, and staying in an old people's home, hanging out and chilling with a bunch of old, other old people. Dude, I give this woman mad respect. I mean, think about her perspective, man. She's been telling this kid to get a job, to move out, to find a wife, to have a kid, to do all this shit that she wanted her kid to do for 50 fucking years, right? 50 fucking years. Get, get a job. Move out. Live your life. Go go to Hawaii. Go, go to Mexico. Find yourself in India. Do something, you know? Drink a beer. Do something with your life, you know? And the whole time he's like, he's like, no, 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 no. Maybe, maybe he's telling his mom, like, mom. I'm trying so hard. I'm waiting out for this management position. <laughs> There's just not a lot of jobs right now. I'm, I'm I'm waiting for a management position in retail. So maybe maybe that's it and stuff. You know, he's trying to find his dream job and stuff. And uh, she lit a fire under his ass, pun intended, to get him to move his ass out. And uh, yeah, mission accomplished for this old lady. And so I give her mad respect. If I ever see this lady after five days from now at a bar, I will buy her a drink. Where is she living? She's living in Saitama, not too far away. So I'm going to go to the, all the old people's homes in Saitama and I'm going to look for this lady unless she's in jail. And if she's in jail, I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll mail her some hooch or something. I'll figure a way to smuggle it into the prison system. <laughs> this old lady needs a drink. 71 years old dealing with this fucker. Oh, man. Mm. So I guess that's what you do to get your son to move the fuck out. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that's that. Anyway, faders, thank you very much. Uh, this has definitely been the the first day in quarantine. Um, I might be losing my mind a little bit, uh, and if I am, it might be the medication that I'm on. <laughs> I just took some experimental medication, so who knows? So, uh, faders, you know what to do. Definitely go to iTunes, give us a five star review, say something good about the show, tell your friends about the show. If you got a friend that's interested in going to Japan. Tell them about Got Fitted Japan because we tell you what's up and what's happening in the news and what's happening in Japan and stuff. Um, also, <clears throat> after you spread the word about Got Fitted Japan, check out our friend's podcast. It's called the Terraforming Podcast. If you Google Terraforming Japan or Terraforming Podcast Japan, a couple of friends of the show, they started a podcast about uh, German bass and... Uh, I guess club events and stuff and nightclub events happening in Japan. Check that show out. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, we like it. We represent. Um, also, go to our sponsors. We've got uh, Gamuso and we've got uh, Mitsuya, both located in Asagaya, and the west side of Tokyo. Both are really great places to visit. Uh, <laughs> you could visit daily, actually. I kind of recommend that. And uh, one of our homeboys, Edo, Edo in Oakland, California, he's got uh, his, his grease, his wax. It's on the uh, Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page. we got a link there. Um, if you're going to fade, fade in style. And if you want us to uh, promote any of your stuff, if you've got a product or service that we think is pretty cool, we will do that on the show. Let us know. And uh, yeah, uh, also you can buy some Got Fitted Japan merch. So if you go to, if you, if you Google Got Fitted Japan Red Tube, oh, 
just joking, Redbubble, Cafe de Japan, Redbubble, you will definitely get uh, a link that will show you or take you to a place where there's a lot of Cafe de Japan, like uh, shirts and mugs and all sorts of like merch and shit. It's pretty fucking cool. So check it out. Faders, thank you so much. This is day one of life in quarantine. A sad life. A miserable life. But it's not that bad because I got you and you got me and it's all good. And I've got coffee. I got caffeine. Soon I'll have booze. (laughs) All right, faders. Till next time. Till tomorrow. Peace. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Pale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. My little brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude.
Let's go bold.